Hello, I'm Quinn. And I'm Alex. And we're A Couple couple of Characters. characters. We discuss topics related to creating characters for role-playing games. What are we talking about today, Alex? Well, it's the spooky season again, so we are going to be talking about a witch. And not just a witch, but like a new witch class that we have made or adapted, probably. Better word. Yes. As Alex said, we, and by we, I mean mostly him, with a bit of input from me, but it was mostly him doing the work, adapted a witch class that we'd found by Neil Evans in 2017. Yeah, and I actually played in Andrew's game before she um, sadly had her soul sucked from her body and put in a, um, you know, like a a soul coin because she stabbed a, a sword made of an evil metal into a rock made of the same evil metal because it sounded like a good idea it wasn't her idea but anyway (laughs) right yeah i played her from level like three or whatever we started at until level 12 so i got a decent amount in for this witch class so i had a pretty good opinion on like what i thought worked and what i thought needed to be tweaked so we'll go through that yes but first it's time for a random encounter This is a segment where we briefly talk about characters we've encountered outside of RPGs, like in TV, movies, books, etc. Alex, do you have a character you'd like to talk about today? I sure do. Okay. And in uh, honor of the spooky season, I'm going to be talking about Jigsaw, the serial killer from the Saw movies. All right. And I just, I don't want to reveal too much because the first movie is incredible and there's a twist ending that is so good. And I love it so much. And that's all I say about that movie because I know you don't like scary movies. I appreciate that. And the rest of the movies kind of get into more like body horror. They're less, they're still creative in their twists and such, but it's just not, there's not as good as the first. But yeah, Jigsaw is the serial killer from that series. And his thing is he puts people into situations in which they can probably escape, but they will have to push themselves and probably hurt themselves to escape. And if they die, then he, like, takes a little jigsaw piece from them, being like, oh, they didn't have what it takes. But, yeah, it's, uh, you know, it's messed up. Yeah, it's messed up. Mm -hmm. It's a horror movie, you know? It's not supposed to be all sunshine and rainbows. Right. But I think that's all I need to say about it. All right, what is your spooky or not spooky character (laughs) or maybe just spooktacular character? I I did not think about the fact that you know, this was going to be our, like, Halloween episode, and I did not bring a spooky or even remotely Halloween-adjacent character. But are they spooktacular? I don't, I don't know if you could rightfully call them that. Are they, I was going to come up with another one, are they bool? Like, cool, but <laughs> with boo in there? <laughs> yeah, are they bool? You bulled, bro? Okay, anyway, what do you got? Who's your character? So today I wanted to talk about Blake from the movie Isn't It Romantic? Oh, yeah. That's uh, not very spooky at all. No. (laughs) It is spooky as um, how much of a garbage person he is, though. Yes. He, He is a garbage person. So he's like the main love interest for this, this movie. He's like the guy that she thinks she's supposed to end up with, whatever. And he's just so obnoxious and annoying, but I think he would be a very funny character to encounter as, like, an NPC. 
because he has this interesting quirk. Um, he's always quoting famous religious and political figures. And then he'll be like, oh, have you heard of Gandhi? And <laughs> the main character, Natalie's like, yeah, duh, of course I have. And then he'll proceed to parrot a famous quote. But yeah. I just, he's just the worst, this guy. And it's very funny to watch. The sun's light shines upon us all. You know who said that? Paylor. Uh, yeah, obviously. Everyone yeah. knows Paylor said that. Yeah. And I do like that one time when he said something and he's like, do you know who said that? And she's like, no. And he's like, well, now you never will because they like oh, yeah. got in a fight or whatever. And she's yeah. like calling after him, but I can Google it. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So, yeah. Good stuff. Yeah. Not very spooky, but that's all right. We allow that. <laughs> all right. So now that the encounter's over... Let's move on to some character creation. All right. So I think you should start by talking a bit about um, just how a witch class differs from the other officially published classes. Okay. So the witch is another intelligence-based spellcaster, and so their spellcasting modifier is determined by intelligence, as is their spell save DC, all that kind of stuff. And it's a little bit different than a wizard who was the only, well, I guess artificer is too, but the witch is a full caster like the wizard. And the witch has a couple things that are different. So they're like known spell list is like a sorcerer or a bard where it's just you get a number and that's how many you know. They get familiars that like kind of gain power with them later on and their familiars become more powerful because I felt like, and the person that made this initially felt like familiars were a bigger part and they also get these things called witchcrafts that are basically kind of like warlock invocations so you get a little bit of uh the mix between wizard and warlock but then their spell list is a mix of kind of druid and wizard spell list and then maybe a splash of cleric but not very much yeah, so they're kind of like the combination of arcane and, like... And nature, yeah. Yeah, whereas, like, there aren't any, like, full casters that really bridge that gap. Yeah, but, like, the big things about them are really the familiar becomes, like, a more pivotal partner in your um, spellcasting later on, and the witchcrafts alongside the spell list that is kind of a druid-wizard mixed list. Yeah. I mean, it was a lot of fun. My witch was uh, a gnome. She was uh, she had 21 names because I would roll a d20 and pick one of the 20 names that I rolled. And then she had one name that she never said. Yes. <laughs> that was like her born name. Um, so, yeah, but it was a lot of fun. It was like I intended to go in playing like an angsty teen that was goth. But then my personality just went right on through. And so she was a goth angsty or not angsty. She was goth. Goth with and bubbly. a bubbly personality. The best kind of witch there ever was. And it was very funny. So and very we, chaotic. Yeah. And the backstory that like the reason that. So her mom was a witch before her. And she kind of had like, you know, the mom and the other gnomes had been attacked in their city. So they all fled. And the mom, like, stayed to help with the fight. And April, that was her one name that no one else knew. April grabbed one of the books off her mom's shelf and then, like, 
you know, she'd be like, oh, I can teach myself when I leave. And she was like five, I think. And then, like, later on, it turned out that was, like, a dark magic book. So, you know, it was, like, oh, the necromancy spells and all the enchantment spells, like, the more evil-type spells. And then when the party eventually saved April's mom, and her mom was like, that was the book you got? Like, there were so many books on nature and, like, life, and <laughs> and that's the one you grabbed? Oh, no. Yeah. I also liked... um. Because she was looking for her mom, the first thing she would always say is, do you know my mom? Yeah. And then people would invariably say no. Also- And then the next thing she would say is, do you want to be turned into a zombie or a skeleton? Oh, yeah, when you die. (laughs) Yeah. Obviously, that's a great question to ask. You you want to get consent before you make your friends undead. Yeah. Or strangers you just met. Right. (laughs) Um, I also liked the way that we kind of had the party meet, and then (laughs) she had a dream about the other party members helping her save her mom. So when they first met, the like warlock in our party was like, "Uh, "I'm," because she was actually an angsty teen. Yes, (laughs) and she was like, "Uh, "Yeah, I'm not really feeling this vibe you're giving off, so I'm just gonna go." And she's like, "All right, I'm just gonna follow you until we find my mom." Because I I saw you in my dream, and you're gonna help me find my mom. (laughs) Yes. And then, All right. Wait. One more. Okay. One, one more, more April thing. story, and then yeah. we gotta we gotta make a new witch. Yes. Um. I also liked how she would go about saying like, "Oh yeah, I make potions and poisons <laughs> and remedies and cures and what was that? What was the second, second one? one? Potions. Yeah. Yeah. That was <laughs> or another. Curses and cures and what was that first one? Cures. cures? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was a a fun character to play. Yeah. Definitely a lot of fun. All right, yes. Yeah. So what were some changes that you wanted to make to the class when you were adapting it? So what were some things that you felt didn't quite work long term? So you get crafts, right? And at level like two or three, you got, I think it was at level two, you got three crafts. And then at level 10, you got three more. And that was kind of your only chance to get crafts and I felt like because there are a lot like warlike invocations that should maybe scale up more like that so I'd made that change okay I also so they had a coven of um white magic coven of black magic and coven of uh nature and instead of like you know there are um charged there's problematic things with leaving white and black is like meaning like good and evil so yeah. I just went ahead and changed that to the Cavern of Day, Cavern of Night, and then Cavern of Land. And then I created my own subclass, Cavern of the Sea. Yes. So, and that one was more like a water, like maybe think like an Ursula type, maybe. You could go with that. Yes. Yeah, so I made that change and then I uh, changed kind of the subclass features because one of the subclass features you got was like, oh, you get a uh, witchcraft of this type. And then later on, it was, like, more about the witchcrafts. And I was like, eh, I like it better, like, the invocation style. And then I'll either steal from other <laughs> um, subclasses or make up my own. Sure. So a lot of, like, the subclass features are are not a lot. But some of them are, like, oh, I just took this from, like, uh, the covering of the land. Uh, I think one of the features is basically land strike because I'm like, well, you're kind of like a druid slash a cleric nature domain, so they get land stride, we'll give you land stride. You know, it's kind of the same concept. 
Makes sense. Yeah. And I'll just say a little bit about what each subclass does. Yeah, yeah. So the Covenant of Day is about like healing magic and they are like, you know, you're in literature or other pop culture. It would be what is usually called a white witch, right? Um, where they're more about healing. Mm-hmm. And so they have, you know, healing things. And then we have our Covenant of Night, which is more of like, I'm going to raise things from the dead. I'm going to use necromancy to hurt people. I'm kind I'm of... curse you. I'm going to curse you. I'm doing things for my own gains. Yeah. This is what April was. <laughs> and then we have Covenant of the Land, which is all about like um, making potions and poisons. And then kind of, it has a lot to do with that. And like, you know, using nature around you to kind of help nature. Like they get the Wrath of Nature spell type things like that. You know, like some, just like a witch that you think of in nature that isn't necessarily good or bad. They're kind of more neutral, I would think. Yes. And then finally, the Coven of the Sea is kind of like, it's kind of like your nature coven, but they're on a coast, and now they're not necessarily just working with, like, trees and plants, but they're more like, oh, I'm going to work with the water and adapt things like that, so. Yeah, a bit more of the, like, water-related, like, natural phenomena. Yeah, and there's, like, things like sea hags, so I felt like they're maybe a Coven of the Sea that, like, goes rogue could turn into a sea hag or something like that yeah yeah like easy transition there definitely but any of these you can be play as you know good evil neutral any of that would work like i said i played a very bubbly pretty much good covering of the night or covering of night i think it's just covering of night yeah yeah but it's uh you know it's a fun class yeah and you can find we'll have links to in-depth PDFs with all this information broken out so you can read all about it and make read it all about extracts or read all about it. Yes. That was my southern um, newsy boy. Yes. Because <laughs> it had a little bit of a southern twang on it, there. It did. Yeah. Extracts or read all about it. Hey, mister. Anyway, let's make a witch, Gwen. I'm, yes. I'm jazzed. So, I'm excited. did you want to roll for a subclass, or is there a particular one you're really excited to make? I kind of want to make the Covenant of the Sea, because that is, like, the one I made up all myself, or adapted yeah. all myself from, you know. I'm proud of that one. I think it has some cool all features. Right, we're going to make an Ursula. Yeah. But I think we should roll for a gender identity, because I don't think they should necessarily be a woman, and you definitely don't have to play witches as women. Even though, you know, most literature, pop culture type things, they are women, but there are not always, you know, we don't have to fit these tropes. Mm Mm-hmm. All right. Rolling for gender identity. We got a five. They are non-binary. Okay. I 100% was like... Quinn's going to roll a woman, isn't she? (laughs) All right. Nice. So we got a person that uses they, them pronouns. And what should we give them a name? And then we also need to roll for a race. Yes. Let's roll for a race right now. Yeah, that makes sense. Maybe that might help us come up with a name. Probably a better choice. All right. We got a halfling. 
Ooh, I do love a halfling. <laughs> April was a gnome, but, you know, halfling's also good. Oh, yeah. I guess I should also say that witches are... Oh, no, I said that. They're intelligence-based, so... Yep. Obviously, you want to make intelligence your best stat, probably. Yes. If you want to min-max, and then probably constitution, because you're a squishy caster. Yes, so I think for stats we should probably just roll and then whatever our highest one is put an int but then the rest yeah, of them we that can sounds good. do whatever we'll just roll the highest when you get to int and that will make it easier yeah <laughs> yeah just do that that sounds like a great plan <laughs> um do we want to do like a stout or light foot roll it okay stout is odd Lightfoot's even all right odd stout Okay, we got a stout little halfling. Yes, a stout halfling person. Are you rolling the stats? I'm rolling some stats. Just cut these dice noise sounds into the random encounter. Oh yeah, you forgot to roll me a random encounter. I didn't have my dice, and I thought about it as you were saying, "Let's time for or it's time for a random encounter." Some incredible stats here. This is why Quinn rolls. <laughs> I am so bad. So we got three 12s, a 14, a 15, and a 16. Nice. In that order? Uh, no. 12, 16, 12, 12, 14, 15. Okay. So we'll put the 16 in int, I think. Yeah. Because stout halflings get dex and con, I believe. That sounds right. I was saying that like a question mark. Yes, con by one, dex by two. Okay, so I did say we should probably make con our second highest, so maybe put that 15 in con. Sounds good. That'll bring us up to 16? Yep. We can put the 14 in dex, and <laughs> that'll be 16 in dex, con, and int, which is pretty good. Let's do it. Yeah, I guess we should say, you know, some other basic things about a witch that don't know how to use armor so that hide dicks is going to help us out a little bit. Yeah. And they know how to use some weapons that we felt like witches wouldn't know how to use. And if you want to change it in your game, that's fine. Just ask your DM. Yeah. Or if that's... you're at the DM, do whatevs. Yeah. All right. All right. So, so I'll we just got... run down the stats real quick. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Strength 12, deck 16, con 16, int 16, wisdom 12, Charisma 12. Pretty easy to remember. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, let's give this halfling a name. All right. So just look up Ursula and then just say synonyms for Ursula. Is that how names work? Okay, no. <laughs> I'm just kidding. It was a joke. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. I didn't get your joke. Um. Quinn was like, you plebeian. <laughs> you don't know anything about English. <laughs> yes, that is kind of what happened there, isn't it? Okay, um... You looking at halfling names? Oh, I was just going off the dome. Oh, okay. Desmond. Okay. D-E-Z-M-U-N-D. Okay, not how I would have spelled that, but I appreciate that mix-up. That's why I did it. I was like, this will be this will be fun. Desmond. Desmond, yes. Desmond. Desmond Okotoa. Okotoa. I don't know how to spell that down. <laughs> it's like U apostrophe K, U apostrophe T O A, something like that. Yeah. Well, obviously, they have gained inspiration from watching Critical Role and, you know, the sea monster that is Okotoa. 
Yeah. Maybe. I mean, Okotoa okay. could exist here, in here. Yes, this we can, world. Yeah, we can have uh, Okotoa in this world. And they, their group of witches, like, so it's like a family. Like, coven. Yes, their coven. It's a coven slash, like, clan community, whatever. Mm-hmm. A bunch of witches here. And. Oh, the, okay, go ahead. I, I was going to say that they, like, worship Okotoa. Yes, and I think they're on, like, a, not deserted. What's the word for, like, an island that's, like, you know. A desert island? Is that no. where you're going? No, no. It doesn't have to be hot. I'm saying they are isolated from other peoples. Okay. What's the word for that? Insular? Sure. <laughs> I don't know. They are somehow, this island has witches on it. Mm-hmm. They worship Okotoa. And they don't really ever contact other peoples from different parts of the world. Yes. That is why no one knows about the witch class, obviously, because they're, they're all, all on right this island. There. They're all on Okotoa Island. Okotoa. Okotoa. <laughs> okay, Desmond, on Okotoa Island, I feel like maybe, I guess we should get into why they are a, um, you know, witch and what their thing is, but I was going to say maybe their inciting incident is a boat comes to their island or something like that, and they're like, Ooh. whoa, more people from other world. Yeah. They're like, Ukotoa has said that there are peoples from other places, but we have never encountered any. So yeah, we just yeah. had to trust Ukotoa. The wise and powerful Ukotoa. Yes. Yeah. So let's make, I think we should make this witch level two, just because at level two you get some witch crafts and those are fun. Yeah. And there were there were a couple crafts that you liked. Yeah. So let's say quickly what you get for level one in the Covenant of the Sea, because I think they're fun yeah, things. Yeah. Okay, so... I mean, I'm just going to list in general what you get as a level two witch. Yeah, let's um, do that first. So you get, you're able to cast spells, you get a familiar, and you choose a coven. Um, at this point, you know two cantrips and three spells. Yeah, that's at level one. And th- so you get five familiar for free on your spell list so that you really know one extra spell. But. Yeah. And then... You get some witchcrafts at... Uh, level two. Yes, you get two of them. All right, cool. And that's like the new thing you get. And then... So first of all, each coven has a list of spells that are added to their spell list that are always prepared like a cleric or um, I think paladin, you know, yes. those kind of things. Where they're always on their spell list and you just have access to them. So... You get... I guess that's technically the last thing in this little PDF. I skipped around a little bit. That's fine. As, like, the Covenant of Sea, you also get um, the ability to have a swim speed equal to your walking speed. And you can breathe underwater, so that's kind of cool. Yeah, they have to be able to commune with Okotoa. Okotoa. Under the water. So clearly they're swimming down and, you know... And then you, yeah, and then you also get a bonus cantrip, Shape Water. Okay, makes sense. And you are proficient in tridents and nets. You get some bonus weapons. Oh, yeah, I added that just for fun flavor because yeah. I was like, 
and because I thought back to our nothing but net episode, and I was like, we just need more tridents and nets in games. So let's yes. give these witches some. Yes. <laughs> that was literally the last thing I added to this subclass because yeah, like, I went back and was like, I want them to have tridents and nets. It yeah. makes sense. And then I'll just read the spells that they get at all of the levels just to kind of yeah, show sure. you the fun flavor that the Coven of Sea gets. So at first level, you get Creator Destroy Water and Ice Knife. At third level, you get Sea Invisibility and Warding Wind. At fifth level, you get Call Lightning and Wall of Water. At seventh level, you get Control Water and Watery Sphere. And at ninth level, you get Control Winds and Maelstrom. Yeah. And I also. Are these spell levels or this is actually at what level you get? That is the Witch level. Okay. So I yeah. was right. Okay. Yeah. And so I also went, because there are a lot of, like, storm-type spells. Yeah. Like, you know, Maelstrom or Call Lightning that are, like, they're not necessarily the sea, but they are, like, aspects. Like, I mean, water in the sky is storm. Yeah. Right, so. And winds and stuff. Like, it's a very yeah. big thing. And, like, you know, the the ocean and tides and storm. All right, those things so. are, have a big part on the environment and weather in general so yeah. it makes sense yep so that's why i added those in there too and it's, also there's not a ton of uh, just water-based spells yeah. it's <laughs> so. also funny because if you think about like spoilers for the little mermaid <laughs> okay yep <laughs> yeah this movie that came out like 34 years ago or whatever yeah that at the end like a big storm is like what ends up killing ursula she just needed and to control more. And also she called it. She did call the storm. Yeah. So she just was too too much. She was drunk on her own power. Yep. I was going to say something else, and so now I've blanked on it. But I was just so enraptured by your story about Ursula. <laughs> yep. It was a pretty great story. Um, oh, okay. I, I remembered. Okay. So I also looked at... Um, when I was making this subclass, I was looking at some unearthed arcana things that were like water based. I looked at um, the barbarian, like Storm Herald. I looked at the Fathomless Warlock. And I was like, so the Fathomless Warlock also has a spell list. And I wanted to be like similar to them, but I don't want to be exactly the same. So mm-hmm. there's some discrepancy there. So you're not just playing like a Fathomless Warlock. Because you could probably play a Fathomless Warlock. As kind of a cover of the sea witch, but that is a fair point. Yeah, but you know they have different flavor and mm-hmm. stuff. So, and then the two witchcrafts that you were looking at for oh yeah, these are two of my favorites. Yeah, was um, obscuring mists, which you have to be coven of the sea to do, and it lets you use an action to summon a cloud of fog and mist. And it's basically, you're casting Fog Cloud, right? Yeah, it's essentially Fog Cloud, but I think it moves with you. Does it move with you? Or does it Oh, a radius from you. Yeah. Yep, the cloud moves with you. Yeah, so So it's it's like Fog Cloud, but it's a little better. Yeah, it makes sense that, like, you're more controlling it. Yep. And And the other one I like is Defensive Craft. Yeah. And this one was in the original PDF. Um, so we'll give credit to them. 
And this one is you can use a reaction when you or one of your allies within a certain range, I think 30 feet. Yes. Um, it's hit with a ranged attack. It can be a spell attack or a weapon attack. And you can use a reaction to turn it into like a harmless um, effect. So basically you can turn like an arrow and do like water droplets or a flower. or And like similarly you can just spell it into like wind or something and you know. Basically, it's used as your reaction, but it's a pretty powerful effect. So it's like a better deflect missiles. Come at me, monks. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we went up to you. What two cantrips do you think they would know? Do well, we need to come up with a little more story? Yeah, I think let's talk a little bit more about Desmond and why they are choosing to go and like join this adventure party and they don't want to stay with the, you know, their society. So what's going on you in You know their what life would be kind of live? funny is if like kind of like in um like Castaway where like things are washing up. So like maybe the reason no one has really come there is like Ukotoa has like purposely like made oh, like Ukotoa's whirlpools like, and yeah. stuff to like isolate them. Yeah. <laughs> because <laughs> okay. like he gets more powerful whatever when more people are like doing right. rituals he, and stuff for him. Or you know? maybe they even are, like, doing rituals for Okotoa and they're, like, calling storms for yeah. Okotoa. And, like, yeah. you know, the storms are dashing ships across their shores and stuff. Yeah, so maybe on these ships or whatever that um, rarely... I'm going to assume, actually, probably there are never any survivors that end up there. Yeah, not um, until, not until ship. now. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. And Desmond is, like, they are pretty young, I would say, because they're only level two. Yeah. Or even one. You could start out at one. But we just want to talk about two because the witchcrafts are cool. Yeah. And I think, like, maybe, you know, books were sometimes something that washed up, you know? Yeah. So they, they would have these, and they would, like, read about different things in different parts of the world, whatever. And they'd, like... Everyone knew that there were other parts of the world that exist, but they're like, but we are special and we are here and, like, Ukato is protecting us and all this stuff. I'm getting a little bit of Moana vibes <laughs> is what I just <laughs> thought about because it's like, you know, the people yeah, on have, the island, yeah, they're all, we're all set. We got we everything need. we need. Yeah. We don't need and to And no leave. one leaves. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's very Moana vibes. I just had that connection. <laughs> you know, I, I didn't think about that either, but that's... <laughs> That's definitely where where this is going. Yeah. But it's a little reverse because right in Moana, their resources are running out, so they need to leave. And in this, it's more like, ooh, we had a survivor. We can question them. So I feel like this person wakes up on the beach with, like, eight witches around them. Like, just all, like, poking him, like, what is going on? Now, are we, like, a group of, like, various, like, races and stuff? Yeah, I think so. Okay. I, there's mean, a, there's, could, I think there's a decent population on this But it this could island. be fun to just be all halflings because I love halflings. It could be a giant group of halflings. Look at this giant person. It's like a human. Yeah. <laughs> Very Gulliver's Travels. <laughs> no, I think we should roll. Let's roll and if, let's say, even they're all halflings, odd, there's a mix. Because okay. I think it would be funny if they're all halflings. What did you say? Even they're all halflings. It was a five. Okay, so there is a mix. So Desmond has been reading these books and like whatever, and like maybe 
maybe other people have come onto the island in the past, and maybe yeah. that's how we've gotten. I think some before other Desmond's lifetime, though, Desmond hasn't yes. seen yes. a traveler. Yes, so some traveler. of the elders again, also like the grandma. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like yep. this is how it used to be. <laughs> yeah, and like talking about how when people like used to come, and maybe the people that came the last time weren't as enthused about joining up. Yeah, with the Ukatoa thing. So he, Ukatoa here, uh, Ukatoa. Ukatoa made more storms <laughs> and stuff and just okay. made it harder to get to them. Yeah. But and because the old lady, the grandma here, they're telling people, like, you know, the stories, which, again, like the beginning of Moana. Yeah. I was also going to say that, um, you know, Okotoa, if we go with, like, the critical role version, wants to be freed, and these witches are like, Hey, give us information about how to like help free Okotoa. And if these people were like unwilling, then it made Okotoa mad. Yeah. Also, one more thing, because we are literally this is like our second at least second, maybe third Disney character <laughs> inadvertently. But I was gonna say we could lean into it and um Desmond's familiar could be a chicken. Just saying. <laughs> Just think about it. <laughs> well, there's also Pua the the pig. Yeah, but the chicken's the one that goes on the journey with Moana, right? They both right? do. I think. Oh, does the pig? Oh man, it's been a while since I've seen that. It's been a while since I've seen it too. But yeah, I do. The chicken's funny. Yeah, I was gonna like say octopus or something because like a little octopus familiar would be kind of cute. It's obviously a cute octopus, not not a realistic one. Yeah, it's a cute one. <laughs> like um like, in like a children's TV show or something. Yeah. Anyway though <laughs> it's um we can go chicken because that's funny. But the chicken can still breathe underwater. I mean can they? <laughs> this chicken can. Okay. Because it's not actually because a chicken. You said so. <laughs> well, I think it's not actually a chicken. It's okay. taking the form of a chicken. Okay. But it's some sort of like water elemental thing. I don't know. Okay. I don't think I get them that option, but I like where your head's at. Okay. I don't know what else. I it's mean, just... familiars are usually just tiny beast. That, okay. Any tiny beast. It's just really. a chicken. Sometimes yeah. a chicken yep. is it's just, just a chicken. chicken. <laughs> Sometimes a chicken is just a chicken. Why did the chicken cross the ocean? Because his witch familiar crossed it first. <laughs> yep. Okay. Anyway. I was going to make a Moana joke and say to find the heart of the sea or something. Make way, make way. <laughs> That's all I remember of that song. So we'll stop there. Okay. Did you want to pick spells? That was Well, mine. I wasn't done with the backstory, okay. though. Okay. Got so, it. So, yeah, they've they've heard, like, the stories or whatever. And, like, the other, like, adults or whatever who were, like, much younger at the time, whatever, are, like, kind of scoffing at this. Like, we don't need the outside whatever, like... Pay attention to you got everything you need right here. We're great. We're dandy. Yeah. Get your head out of the clouds and mm-hmm. back into the ocean. But Desmond has their head in the clouds. Yes. They they want to see other things. They want to learn about other stuff. Mm-hmm. They like they aren't opposed to what um, their coven is doing. They just want to see and hear more about the world. I also feel like. This island of witches, they're not, not everyone's a witch, right? Like, there's, like, there's farmers, there's other villagers and stuff. There's just, like, 
if you were a class like an adventurer style and like have magic then you're a witch like yeah you know like there's like elders and stuff and like they're because i feel like there's like a group of elders and they like test the children and some of the children have um the ability to like be powerful witches and then they're like yes we will train you to move on like continue our legacy yeah i think that is exactly what i was thinking okay good I was just like, for a second, I was like, well, because you said the island was way bigger, and I was picturing like a, you know, like, 100 foot wide <laughs> island that, like, just has like 30 witches on it. It was like, but yeah, we're all good. We got our coconut trees, and we got our, uh, we got some crops here. You know, we got our pineapples growing. We're good yeah, to no, go. I was thinking, I was thinking that it's, it's a few miles in. Yeah, yeah, like you said, Castaway, maybe. That's yeah. a good island we could think of. Yeah. Okay. But for, and also just so you know, when you first said Castaway, I literally thought you were going to be like, oh, yeah, Desmond's all alone. <laughs> like, <laughs> no, no, I just, it was going for like things are coming, yeah, yeah, washing yeah. up. I gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, so they have things wash up on the shore all the time because of Okoto storms. And I and think that the other, like, maybe the other elders are like, like want they try to trash that stuff or maybe like a small portion of them especially are, when there's bodies oh yeah because sometimes you're gonna get a body up yeah on they're very opposed to like outside influence yeah so they try to get rid of it so then desmond when they learn that like this is happening they they try to go off and like find these things before and they have like a secret stash of oh, stuff. Oh, like, okay, now like we'll get a Little Mermaid. Yeah, <laughs> heck yeah. Full circle. Yes, heck yeah. Back into the underwater and they have a little underwater go. Yeah, because I mean, they stuff. can. They can go underwater. Isn't and, it and it's like really small because like they're kind of tiny. They're a tiny halfling. Yeah. So they're, it's easier for them to it's get into. It's adorable. Oh, it's so cute. Okay, we could also go Ariel style and have a crab. Flounder. Or a flounder. Or a Sebastian. Sebastian's yeah. pretty great. Or um, Scuttle. The Scuttle. Seagull. Yes, I could not think of his <laughs> name. Or we could go Ursula and have an electric eel. Ah, uh, yes. Anyway. It does, that, okay. It doesn't matter what the familiar is at this moment. It will matter later. <laughs> there will be a test. <laughs> there will be a test? <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, so they have control water yes you mean shape water that's what i meant because control water is not a cantrip yeah that's level four i think so yep seems like it so what what do we think they would have for their other spells yeah i think one thing that could be interesting is if they know mending okay like when the stuff washes up they try to fix as much of it as they can okay I was going to give them an attack one. Mm -hmm. I was thinking either Raid Frost is the obvious choice or Thorn Whip, but it looks like more like a, like, not like a... seaweed? Yeah, like kind of like a seaweed vine. Yeah. Yeah, with with obviously some thorns on it. Yeah. I I like the flavor of that. Okay, so So. we'll go Thorn Whip. And and Mending. mending? Yeah. Mending is a useful cantrip to have. I'm pretty sure April... I think she Rest did. Rest her soul. We're almost, we're about to save her. Don't worry. Don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. Well, anyway. Who knows? We might all die. Yep. That seems more likely. Okay. So then we have. Well, either way, we'll join her. <laughs> three spells and they can only be level one. Yep. So 
I think comprehend languages might make sense for this character because, like... Yeah, this w- this society would want to be able to, like, interpret the things they found, right? Like, you know, yeah. you want to be able to read the things you found. If you're yeah. kind of an insular society, then maybe you don't know as many languages as some of the other places in the world. Like, you have a mix of races, so you probably still know a decent amount of, like, the common ones, but you might not know, like, you know, Celestial, Infernal, Abyss, all those kinds. You might not know those ones. Exactly. I also like Arms of Hadar, because that one has, again, it's, like, you can flavor it as, like, octopus tentacles or something that, like, shoot out and, like, hurt people. Because I like to give, you know, you should have one for, I think, combat. Yeah. Well, you don't have to. Obviously, we didn't with, like, the bard with no name. <laughs> yeah. And I don't think your lizard folk bard had any attack spells either, but yeah. I don't think he did. He just had vicious mockery. I think Desmond knows how to fight a little bit. Yeah. They are able to do Arms of Hadar. I like it. And then you were interested in possibly Identify or Detect Magic. Those are both great for, like, the same reason Comprehend Languages is. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know which one I would go with, though. Detect magic or identify. Let's go with identify because the component is a pearl, and I think Desmond would have a pearl All in right. their, in their stash. It. That's great. That is That was solely my reason <laughs> for that's, choosing That's it. a solid reason. Yeah. All right. I think, like, we're good. We're good on yeah, this. Yeah, so, okay. But let's get into the inciting incident a little bit. Yeah. So this person washes up on the shore and Desmond's off on one of their like searches that they kind of do by themselves to try to find things that to fix and take back to their cove yeah and they come across this like person who's like floating face up and Desmond like goes to feel a pulse and there's still a pulse <gasps> so then Desmond like you know does CPR or whatever and like I think Desmond like brings them back from like the brink of death okay yeah and then like leads them to the the city and everyone like pauses and like is staring at this outsider they're and like it's been 30 years since we've had a live one yeah okay so we know desmond is less than 30 years old <laughs> yeah yeah i just said a random number. i don't think they say a live one like that okay <laughs> maybe no. The, no there's an awkward person that does there's definitely one awkward witch on the council that was like, oh, it's been 30 years since we had a live one. <laughs> and she has no teeth. And it's like an old, it's like a very stereotypical witch that you're picturing. The old crone. <laughs> yep. Yep. Quinn, why did you make that weird noise? <laughs> definitely you and not Doing me. Doing me dirty. <laughs> no, it was me. <laughs> Um, yeah, and then they get to talking, and they find out that this sailor person was on a ship, whatever, and maybe they have, on the island, they have accumulated enough stuff that another ship could be made. Yeah, and, you know... And they're with, not really interested in leaving, so this this person... Yeah, like, they're like, oh yeah, you, we could help you build a ship, I guess, if you wanted to go... And you, oh, and then but, but the then, thing is, okay. why would they be fine with letting them go? Okay, okay, I I solved it. Okay, I think they're sending Desmond on a secret mission to free Okotoa because they're like, oh, look, Desmond, um, you are the new, like you're the youngest one. You have, you've charmed this person. 
Like, you know, they like you because you saved them. And they will take you with them and, like, show you the ropes of, like, you know, the outside world and help you adjust. But we need to free Okotoa. And, like, we have not been able to do it from here. And for yes. some reason, we haven't left. Yeah. I don't know. For some reason, they're bound here. I don't know why. We'll figure that out later. <laughs> but later, I mean, your DM can figure it out. Well, I think the reason that they're bound here is Ukatoa has maybe in the past sent people out. Yeah. And it hasn't gone well. Okay. But also, it's gone disastrously. Okay. And Ukatoa has, like, wiped the memory of them leaving, maybe. Okay. Yeah, or maybe it's like Moana where it's like, well, yeah, we used to go out more, but then, like, people were mean to us because witches carry a stereotype. And yeah. so we kind of came and back also here. We worship and this uh, great Eldritch. Yeah, sadist. yeah, there's definitely some things that people <laughs> didn't like about us. So we are back here and we're just chilling for a bit. But now there's opportunities here. And like, I feel like the guy or the gal, whoever. Desmond saves. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll call them Ginger, and that's their name now. All right. <laughs> so Ginger is kind of a kind of not that smart, and so Ginger is like, "Oh yeah, yeah, great. I'll take you, yeah, whatever." So then Desmond kind of like can not necessarily manipulate Ginger, but like get information from Ginger fairly easily. Mm-hmm. And so then it's like, "Oh, this guy's kind of a or this gal, whatever Ginger is." kind of a stooge so we can like send <laughs> Desmond off with Ginger Yeah so too. I think it starts with just that Desmond is talking yeah, to Ginger whatever. Yeah I think they become and, friends. Well yes and the people like the other the witches we'll just call them that. Yeah. Aren't necessarily jazzed about this like budding friendship or whatever and then they come up with the idea after cause like Desmond is very freely sharing of whatever knowledge they like, yeah. learn or whatever and they're like oh, hey, you know, it's been a long time since we were able to send people out because of, you know, reasons. Yeah. And I think... This is a good opportunity for us. And Desmond is pretty likable. Yeah. Pretty affable. Yeah, they got a decent charisma. You know, they're great, like, well-rounded. They're tough. They're, like... I feel like that's another reason that they're being sent off. Because the witches are like, look at you. You're prolific. You have no flaws. Yeah, you're perfect. You're you above perfect average specimen. on every scale and you, extremely you are, above average in half the scales I would use. <laughs> you are a gift from Ukatoa. Yeah. You are a boon to us. Right. Maybe it was even foreseen that Desmond would leave. You know, we could just sprinkle that in there too, give it a oh, little yeah. extra flavor. Like there was like a prophecy or something. That was like, oh, Desmond will leave when the stranger comes in yellow pants or, you know, whatever. It could be cooler than that, yeah. but Ginger's wearing yellow pants now. Yeah. I'm just painting a picture of Ginger. It's, it's a beautiful picture you painted for me. And I think I'm trying to decide if I think, I think maybe Ginger's like a fighter or a barbarian or a monk, like one of those classes that's more like a front line person. And yeah. it's like. Desmond's like, oh, God, I can stand back and let you yes. do your thing. <laughs> Not that I'm afraid of the front, because Arms of Hadar and Thorn Whip are both more, like, melee-based spell attacks, but... Yeah. You know. And then we got our witchcraft of, um... The fog well, cloud. The fog cloud. The defensive uh, craft. Yeah. 
Yeah, so we have some defense too. But yeah, I'm excited about Desmond. I would love to play Desmond because I love a witch. I, know I love you it. Witch. And the story was good. It yeah. was, you know, Moana mixed with Ariel mixed with Ursula. You don't see that every day. <laughs> you don't. Any less thoughts? I, th- I think Desmond's a winner. I love that thought. Let's end it there. <laughs> All right. You can find more information about our show at a couple of com. Have ideas or feedback or need help creating your next character? Email us at a couple of pod at gmail.com. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at ACOC Podcast. We'd like to thank John Began for composing our theme music. If you like what we're doing, please write and review us on iTunes. Yeah, give us a five star review and tell a friend about our show and spread the word. Spread the word about this witch class because it's a lot of fun. Yes. And another way to support us is by becoming a Patreon donor. Just search ACOC Podcast. You can finally support us by going to bookshop.org slash shop slash ACOC podcast. And any purchase that you make there will help support our show and a local bookstore of your choice. And if you like actual play podcasts and you like Pokemon. Pokemon! Yes, you should definitely check out Dungeons and Dragon types. I'm playing Willow in season two. You can find me on Twitter at Alex and Winterland. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at NotADrQuinn. Thanks for listening. Keep on rolling. You bold, bro? Tiberius is. I didn't want you to be that big. That's what she said. <laughs> I yep. had to. I had to. Yep, I knew you were going to do that. Okay, so. I had to, Quinn. This is just a wall of text. You know, that's how I do it.